Today my guest is Jamila Haag. She's born and raised in Dubai. And 2015, she graduates from the University of Sharjah. And 2020, she um, finished her specialization as a pediatric dentist in Germany. Since February 2021, she's working at KU64 and working on her PhD in pediatric dentistry. Jamila, thank you for being our guest today. I'm very looking forward to our topic today. Thank you so much for having me with you. And I'm also very excited for this podcast session. Thank you. Sure. Um, really looking, um, I'm all, I, I can't talk all, all day long about kids. I love kids. So our topic today is um, maybe the correct environment or set up the correct environment for working with kids. But before we dive into this topic, I'd like to ask you two little questions. The first thing is, Jamila, when did you know that you wanted to become a dentist? Yeah, so well, um, wh wh while I was in school, um, I was always good in sciences like biology, chemistry, physics was not my subject, Math mathematics was also not my subject at all, I would say. So I was very good in biology, I would say, and chemistry. So from that moment, I always had this interest of uh, medical sciences, human body, um, Yes, but it was um, a difficult call when I entered university and I had to decide whether I go for medical, um, uh, like medicine or dental medicine. Um, but it was my father who sort of pushed me into dentistry and uh, and I don't regret that decision at all. Um, but having said that, honestly, it was never that I decided from the very early age that I want to be a dentist. Um, it was just that I have a special love for sciences, especially biology. And... Um, And then it was sort of my father pursuing me to maybe go into more into dental dental field of um, medicine. Yeah, that's great. And what was it like for you to study dentistry in the Emirates? Is it is it and, and when you compare it with because you you study now in in in, Germ in Germany, I think so. Yes. Um, is there a difference or can you compare it? Yeah, sure. So just to give a background about my education in uh, in Emirates, United Arab Emirates, because I'm born and brought up there. Um, so it was six years of dental education with one year of foundation and five years of dental medicine. Uh, I graduated from one of the top class in, uh, uni uh, university called University of Sharjah. It's actually one of the biggest university of the entire Gulf and not just UAE. And um, I have a lot of, uh, how do I say, it's, it's, it's a high-end dentistry there. It's a very modern technology. Um, uh, from, I graduated in 2015, and, um, and then uh, 2017, I, was, I came to Germany. And again, it, it has been another four years for me studying in Germany. I, I mean, both, well, what I see is that um, I got to explore more aspects of research in Germany, I would say. Um, but in, as I was in Dubai, I sort of also got exposure to a lot of international market. Um, and I think I sort of now try to balance both the ends of what I have learned from Dubai, from the international market, and also what I get to see a lot of good uh, aesthetic dentistry and research in Germany. So I, I sort of try to get all the good which which I can from both the ends. But having said that, in Dubai, always the dentistry, I think, is high-end, mm -hmm. it's top-end, and it's modern, yes. Cool. And when we when we dive into our topic, what what motivated you to uh, specialize in working with kids? 
Yeah, so you know, um, for me, it's a very, um, uh, it's a for me. I say that I always say that I am by by my uh, profession, I'm a pediatric dentist, but by my heart, I'm a community worker. So I have been always someone who has. Um, I run my own charity organization, and I have been someone who has been supportive of a lot of community initiatives for children. So I always say that children have a very special place in my heart. And um, I was very motivated to specialize in pediatric dentistry because I find these little humans as something very, very special. So um, when I actually started dentistry, from that moment, I knew that I, I, of implants, veneers, and all of these things don't fascinate me. What fascinates me is more of uh, a love and a touch to a human nature. And, you know, I always love the innocence which these children have and I think it's not just um where this is something which drives me that I I am a people's person Mm -hmm. and I like to work um for the people and with the people um uh, I'm not saying that adult dentistry or it's something that where we are treating robots and not adults but I'm saying that for the children it's very different because there's so much of innocence and there is so much of they're like a sponge Whatever you give them, they absorb it, and they are they are um, yeah. they are ready to learn. They are ready to explore so many new things, and this is which which I love to work with children that they are open to um, become whatever you give them. So that I, I like that that this this is something which fascinated me to work only with children. Yeah. And how do you set up your environment? Let's say, um, Kau, um. Um, 64 or the, or the KU64 is a, a really huge clinic it's, uh, with different kind of do- doctors, different kind of patients. So it's not like a child-only clinic, but how do you set up your environment so that the kids see, oh, now I'm on the right in the right place? Yeah, you know, if I because you rightly mentioned Kufian's exit, it's a very it's one of the biggest practices in in Berlin, and I say that um, Dr. Siegler and his team have done done a marvelous job to set up a place which is so children friendly. Because our topic today, as we said, is I mean, correct working environment for the children. If you see, you know, um, it's a very atypical. I would say it's a very different environment if you if you visit the practice because it's so people's friendly it's so patient friendly then once you enter the clinic you actually don't feel that it's like a clinic because the normal um um how do i say like uh like a perception of a normal clinic is like white walls maybe that you see in my background like a white white but white walls and white doors and and doctors with a white coat and like something yeah like something very scary but actually kufun's exercise is a complete um opposite environment over there it's a very patient friendly environment children friendly environment where um there's so much for the kids to do like it's something very very difficult for us to say to the children that you you have to now leave the waiting area and come with us in the in the treatment room because there's a lot of games there's a lot of interesting activities there's a cinema there's um um i mean there's all everything which the children would love and i think this is which is which which is our target is that when the children come they're excited to to go a dentist and when they leave the dental office they're very happy that yeah i I had a good time there so and i think um as i said kufi and zexish have successfully um succeeded to provide that to the patients yeah 
Yes, yes, and it looks looks very friendly and warm, as you mentioned already. Um, do you help planning the environment a little bit? It may be not made for the whole um, building, but do you help planning the environment for your space? Uh, and, and what are tricks and tips you can also provide other dentists? How can they when, um, make their dental practice a little bit more child-friendly? Yeah, so for me, I um, I would love to give some, uh, because um, I have seen that in this region, not many dentists are specialized in pediatric dentistry. Um, and I think uh, not everyone has this thing to be a pediatric dentist, because you need to have a certain sort of a personality where you can get along with the children. And when we say get along with the children, uh, the environment plays a very important role. By that, I mean that I say my tips would be for the general dentists that if they are having a, a general dental practice and they, they have paid children coming to their um, to their offices, I suggest that you have to understand what are the kids into. Like I myself, I explore which cartoons they're watching these days, which is an old character, I magic tricks, um, which uh, stories they like, which film series they're watching. Um, you have to actually, it's a complete science. Sometimes it's, 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 it's fun, it's a lot of fun, but um, I like it that I can learn the things that children, that are important for the children, which cartoons, is is now old and which one is a new i keep on asking the children themselves that oh what are you watching now what are you playing these days um and i think you have to incorporate these things in your practice that you have to either um put up such game activities or maybe the the color of the um the the environment not all white and also when they're in in the room with you you have to you and your assistant, you both have to incorporate certain things during the uh, um, uh, during uh, the treatment that you you look friendly to them. You don't look scary with your white coats. And also, when you are done with the treatment, there is some positive thing for them to take away. Maybe a gift, a certificate, a photo, um, something that when they are during the treatment, you can they can watch on the TV. And I always request the dentist that please don't choose everything for them. Let the child choose what they want. You have to ask them that what they want to see on the TV, what cartoons they like, which movie they like, uh, which foot they like football or basketball. You have to explore each patient and write it down that when, next time when he or she comes, then this is something which he or she liked. And and I think this person, this personalized sort of um, uh, treatment for every child is makes is what makes every child very special yeah. where, where do you write it down is it in 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 the software or is it more yeah. like a, a... It's in, in the in the notes for example every controller termine when they come for checkups every checkup termine you write a text that yeah teeth were okay but what i'm trying to say is that children are much more than teeth i mean for for for, for a child it's a lot more than just the teeth. So you, we have to understand what are the likes and the dislikes of the child. Yeah. And and also, can you can you perform a magic trick? I'm learning. I'm not a <laughs> pro. <laughs> you know, um, my colleague was here for, uh, for a podcast before. He's amazing at magic, but I'm learning. I'm so, I'm, I'm still a learner. But I hope I can good I get good at it. And I ask my uh, patients, children, to give me points on it. And sometimes some of them don't like it, and some of them like it. So it's like I. 
<laughs> they are my they are my teachers and they're also my they are very critical they're yeah honest. they are so honest persons <laughs> yes. honest. um i know my kids are always too honest sometimes i say hey but okay um yes for um <laughs> Um, you mentioned that you need a special personality working with kids. So let's, when you, what do you think is your superpower? And when, or let's, let's begin with this question and then I hop over to the next question. What do you think is your special ability, which is a privilege for this working in this environment or which is really helping you working with kids as a pediatric dentist? Um, my superpower, I say my superpower is just that I, I, I like to connect with the hearts. I like to connect with the people very at a very people's level, like at a very, like if there's a child, I would, I will be talking to, at, to this child at a, at a very childish level. And, um, my superpower is that I sort of, um, my um my 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 personality is is not something that uh, is is not scary that they, they they would be very scared of a dental appointment so i think my superpower is definitely my ability to connect with the children at a heart at, at a heart level and on the top of that um of course i i it's i mean i'm i'm, I'm a clinician and we have to perform treatments so that also comes in place um, that we, we are continuously involved into continuous education to perfect our treatments, uh, fillings, and the dental work. But I think before the dental work, if the child will not open his or her mouth, then I have no chance for a dental work. So I think I have this small superpower to sort of connect so that they can open their mouth at least. Die Mission von Zirkum Medical, unsere Mission ist es, Zahnärzte und Patienten mit optimalen Zahnersatzlösungen in Kontakt zu bringen, die Wohlbefinden, natürliche Ästhetik und Langlebigkeit gewährleisten. And now when we, when we hop over to, let's say, when you were to hire a team, a colleague or another a doctor or maybe an assistant, doesn't matter. Um, Which ability should they have or should this person have? What do you think are like, what are, when you rank the ability, what is, what is the highest, the highest priority? And then let's mention five abilities. Yeah, it's a, actually, I really want to say it's a very, very good question. And I want to, I, I take a lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm very happy that you asked me this. I want to say that everyone have different um, look to this whole thing. For me, the topmost priority is a very nice soft skills, very important personal skills. Because if you want to work with children, I would always want in my team be a dentist or assistant or receptionist or anyone to have excellent professional, personal and soft skills. And if someone doesn't have that, no matter how good they are at their work, which is making phone calls, making a filling or putting things from right to left, they cannot get along. They cannot be a ch children friendly staff members. Mm -hmm. So that's why for me, the topmost priority is someone who is very is having very good personality and soft skills and then i say that um uh, the other other uh, skills which are like doing your job well um this is something which you can practice 
and it gets better and better with time. But if someone doesn't have good personality skills, then <laughs> no matter what they do, what, no matter what you do, you no matter how good you are at your job, um, I don't think that it is something which can at least they can get along with the children. Yeah, yeah, I understand. You are also Yamila. You are also an expert in prophylaxis for child for kids for children. And, yeah. yeah. And my my question would be. Um, What is the number one problem kids face today when it comes to prophylaxis? I think the biggest and the main problem always remains is our and some some people some children are not motivated enough to brush well and some of them are maybe not knowing how to brush well. So I always say the the core problem always lies in brushing well enough time and doing it well so time doing it well the method how you do it and and i think prevention is the is 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 what i say that the, the, the biggest problem children are having these days is that either they don't have enough information maybe they have all the information but not the correct tools or they don't have motivation but if you have a mix of all of these three then you're good to go um but yeah this is the problem these days and um We motivate the children to not just redo the job for them, but we teach them how to do it well. Yeah. And, and because I'm, um, uh, I'm a, a father of two kids, one is uh, my nine-year-old daughter and my five-year-old son. Um, when is it the perfect time? But because I, I um, maybe that's that's. Um, I brush the teeth of my kids for the nine-year-old and for the five-year-old. So uh, maybe the nine-year-old could it do it at their own, but at the moment I think she's missing some parts. Um, so when is the perfect time so that a, a kid, um, a parent should brush the kid? And when is the, let's say, the time frame when you say, okay, it's more like a responsibility seeing the kid is in an in an age where she or he could brush their teeth alone very nice firstly i mean i i think um you're doing a good job <laughs> you're doing a very good job <laughs> and secondly i see uh, how we assess this criteria is by saying that normally um the the boys uh, when they are like um nine or ten you know nine they can when they can write well then we say sometimes to the parents that oh he's doing a fine job you don't need to brush later the girls because i think they are quick at everything they mature quickly they talk quick they talk for uh, they start talking first they start writing more quickly i think they are maybe at the age of eight or so they're able to write well it's just about your motor skills of your hand when you see that they have a good grip on the toothbrush um, that's the time where we say that ah no the child is holding the toothbrush very well so the parent doesn't need to worry much and you can you can leave brushing after you don't have to do the uh, brush the teeth after they're brushing but what i i genuinely just said now is that it all depends on the oral hygiene of your child if yeah. the oral hygiene is not good then even at the age of 10 11 we tell the, the parents you have to brush after they are done but if we sense that a child is doing a fabulous job um then we sort of you know, uh, tell them that, no, you don't need to brush afterwards. So my recommendation is that maybe with the next prophylaxis appointment, you can test it. How well is the oral hygiene of the child? And then your um, prophylaxis expert can tell you that 
okay, you, she's, or he's doing fine, or they can tell you, no, uh, maybe for the next six months, eight months, you should be brushing afterwards. I understand. And I, what tricks or strategies you have in your repertoire, let's say, to change a little bit the behavior, the habit of brushing the teeth. So how mo do you motivate the, the, the kids? Um, we have a lot of new apps with the technology. I tell my patients to download this nice app with the music. It's like children like it more. Sometimes I show them in the mirror how the teeth look like. And I tell them, oh, no, you don't want to have teeth like this because the Batman or Superman has a better teeth. So maybe they're like, oh, yeah. And the teenagers are a bit more conscious about their looks. Um, so I sort of tell them, the teenagers, that, yeah, you know, you're going to school and um, on your uh, sports. And, you know, teenagers, I would say, are better. But I, I have to add one point. What I... The children who are under 10 or between uh, six months and 10, I feel more than the children, the parents are the one who needs motivation. Yeah. So I <laughs> sort of motivate the parents more than the children to, um, to take care of what they're doing, you know. I understand. Yeah, that makes totally sense. And then you transition it over to the to the to the kids when they are ready yes. um that makes um i could talk the whole day with you jamila and you are so a, a really really a nice person but i i have to wrap it up so um one question for for our main topic then i will start with our three um question what would you advise a younger colleague um, who wants to specialize in pediatric dentistry which tip would you give your your colleagues or who maybe doesn't know if pediatric dentistry is for him or her yeah well if someone is thinking to enter pediatric dentistry i just want to say that i want to give you some i want to throw in some truths which is number one is that if you're thinking to earn a lot of money then pediatric dentistry is not your um, field uh, secondly i want to say that um, if you really have you have fun while working with children then yes this is the correct um, field that you're thinking about third you need to have a lot of patients, a lot of patients. And if you are an impatient person, then I don't think pediatric dentistry is something for your, um, is, is your cup of tea. Um, and fourth, I want to say is that um, um, it's a complete science of its own. It's, it, it requires equal amount of hard work like any other pediatric speciality. But if you have the sense of working with children and uh, doing well, then definitely come in. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Perfectly said. Um, thank you. Um, the last three questions. What are your goals for the near future, Yamila? You know, um, well, I am a very ambitious person, honestly to say, and I, 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 dream, I like to dream a lot of things. And I, I really wish that I can set up, I'm an oral health educator, so I want to have a holistic approach for children. I don't want to only focus on the teeth of the children. I want to, in my future, do a few things for the, for the children in, uh, around the world, uh, be it um, uh, within the teeth, you know, I want to work on nutritional habits. I want to work on behavioral habits of children. Mm -hmm. I want to work on, um, so children itself, the whole thing fascinates, everything related to them fascinates me. So I want to, for me, I, to have a healthy child, 
I want to work on different aspects of uh, of a healthy child, mm-hmm. be it nutrition, behavior, teeth, um, and I and these are my some of the goals which I I want to tackle hopefully in near future. Yeah. Great. I wish you all the best for this goal. Um, amazing goal. Um, and I think, yeah. No, nothing to say to that. It's really amazing goal. Um, what advice would you give your younger self just starting out um, learning dentistry? What advice give you now with your experience and say, hey, Yamila, when I can travel back in time, I would say this and this to you. Yeah, I would say, Jamila, uh, don't stress too much. Um, it's just one of you, like everyone, it's just one of you, Jamila, and everyone is just one person within itself. And I would say, Jamila, uh, yes, life is, uh, dentist, dental school is tough, but don't forget to have fun and don't let that child die in you because of all the stressful um, uh, steps that you take. And I would say that in the right time, everything falls in place. Um, keep on working hard, um, be positive, uh, and if things don't go your way, then don't be um, so disheartened and so, uh, I, w- I would say, don't, don't be too much, don't be too much disappointed in life, because, because life is for once, enjoy it, it has failures, it has success, but the, the key point is that we have to keep on moving on, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where can we find you? Oh. Um, uh, people can find and connect with me on my Insta account. I write a lot of things about life. Sometimes when I have, um, I'm in my mood about children. It, it, I have my Insta account, Kindersan as Hak, um, and uh, people can, if they want to connect or ask me questions. Um, I provide um, uh, not dental consultations, but in general, I also connect contacts. Um, on Instagram. So if there is something, I would love to hear from my audience. Yeah. Great. Um, we will add your link, your profile link to our article. We will publish with this podcast. Um, Yamila, thank you for your time. You, and thank you making this podcast episode so easy and joyful for me. So thank you for that. And I wish you all the best um, with your big ambitious goal with um, working with kids all over the world. So I wish you all the best and thank you for your time again. Thank you. I just want to add something that I'm very thankful to Zirconia Medical. I think um, this whole uh, initiative there, the guys, the entire team is doing a fantastic job with having so quality speakers on board. Um, I just wish the very well and I hope that we all as dental professions uh, with our podcast can add something special um, to this field of dentistry. Thank you so much. Wenn Sie mehr darüber erfahren möchten, wie Zircom Medical Ihnen und Ihrer Zahnarztpraxis helfen kann, dann besuchen Sie uns unter mypatten.com bzw. werfen Sie einen Blick in unser Online-Magazin, wo wir wöchentlich neue Podcast-Gäste vorstellen. Bis zur nächsten Folge.